All right, welcome to Technical Files 2022 Trade Deadline Recap Show. Um, I am the Eric J. That's Only known as do intro. I guess. I, I just totally <laughs> skipped past 10. Okay, it's your boy T I M K I N Z, the number three, aka making me a drink, aka give it to me. There's gonna be no vodka in that bitch. No, it's tequila. Tequila. Hold on, wait. He drink brown and tequila. He's a grown man. We got El Padrino. I see. He got money. (laughs) No, this is Trader Joe's. Not Trader Joe's. This is, uh, what's that other place? They got the liquor. I don't know. Uh, we in Wisconsin. Look at it. The, the one on uh, Bayshore. Uh, Total Wine. There we go. Oh, Total Wine. Right. Ain't giving no free plugs. We walked in. Oh, no. Hey, fair, fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway, I had a story, but no free plugs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's your boy, K. Gentlemen. Um, the gentleman. The everyday gentleman. 24-7. Um, but better known as K. Diddy. Take that. Take that. See, everything just fall apart with Camille ain't here. So shout exactly. out to, to the point guard. <laughs> point guard. Uh, yeah, you know, man. Blackheart, girl next door. On the downfall of women in love sports. Um, yeah, Camille had a family thing today, so it's just the three of us reacting to three amigos. The three probably of us. the most uh, active trade deadline, or at least you know, big names getting moved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was crazy. Because last year um, it was the most deals done, but this year is actually probably like the most moved, you know, worth a damn moves that actually matter. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah like, Last year, like, like needle movers. This team was trying to duck the tax. This team was trying to duck the tax. Like now, it's actually like teams are trying to get better. So yeah, yeah that was the did try to duck the tax. Um, I mean, but they I guess we can get right into it. Uh, the deal that some people said wasn't gonna happen, and other people said it would definitely happen, <laughs> definitely happened. We knew it. <laughs> James Harden got traded to Philadelphia for Ben Simmons. Um, those are headliners. The actual details of the trade include. Um, James Harden and Paul Millsap going to Philly for Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, a 2022 unprotected first round pick that they have the right to defer until 2023, and a 2027 first round pick that is top eight protected and becomes top eight protected through 2028 and becomes two second round picks if not conveyed after that. So, um, which one of y'all wants to hit this first? All right. Oh, uh, shit, you know, I, I am on my speaking up. Um, I think that it actually is a, not a bad deal for both sides. Granted, we don't know what the Harden and Embiid combo really going to look like, but I don't think that it's going to be bad, truth be told. Um, plus, I also feel like what Ben Simmons and Seth Curry are able to bring to them, um, they picked up two first-round picks. Like they got, they had somebody who had pretty much was done with being a net, and someone who absolutely was done being a 76er. And they ended up getting value for a guy that everybody in the, and their mama knew wasn't playing for them ever again. Hmm. Which I think was probably one of the biggest coup for uh, the 76ers. And then to get the haul that they did. No, well, no, I'm sorry, not the haul that they did. They got hard and they got a bona fide superstar. Hmm. They got a legitimate superstar. So you can't, I mean, like, the, regardless of what you feel like the fit is, I don't think the fit is as atrocious as, say, Westbrook going over to the Lakers. Like, you can worry about that type of fit because of the type of play style, but Harden, we've seen, can be a point guard or a facilitator and as well as a scorer. Mm-hmm. And shit, as of right now, rebounder. <laughs> Let me focus this conversation a little bit more. Um, okay. 
who do you think won the trade? Was it Philly? Was it Brooklyn? Was it both? Was it Harden? Brooklyn. Was it Ben Simmons? Like, who are the winners here? Do you feel like mm-hmm. there are any losers here? Like, yeah, I feel like it's a win-win for both teams. Um, kind of like what Tim alluded to. Like, you got the Sixers got rid of Ben Simmons and Brooklyn got rid of James Harden. Like, James Harden mm-hmm. didn't want to be there. He showed us again what he did it in Houston last year. So just like, last season. Yeah, so it's like that's some sucking behavior, though. Exactly, bro. Just last last season. Yeah, force your way out of two teams in two years, like that's Uh crazy. But I hope I hope it work out. Um, shout out to MB for uh, for the tweet. (laughs) (laughs) Today was a banner day for uh, NBA tweets. I'll say that. (laughs) Because we we got started early. Um, The people that didn't see it, Pat Pat Beverly. I want to pull it up so I get the exact language, but he he finally clapped back at Russell Westbrook and it was glorious. It was somebody said time. I was. What, what did he say last year? Somebody I said, said I, I was I'm, running yeah, I'm around. Pulling it up. Hold on, I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. Just give me a second. <laughs> I said I want to get this verbatim. Uh, where we at? Okay, he said I remember when somebody said to y'all, "All I do is run around and trick y'all." Well, my boy is a real magician this year. <laughs> Mwah, chef's kiss. Yeah. Been waiting on it. It may not be today. Get your ass back. Yeah, that was like, yeah. That's yeah, and then Joel and B. Oh, I just lost my light. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, then Joel and B. Clean just tweet the RIP Bozo guy. <laughs> just the picture. You know, he's been sitting on that since June. <laughs> so he's like, I can't wait till he leaves. As soon uh-huh. as he leaves, um, th- this is it. This is get him. This is good. That was again. That was still one of the wildest moments. I probably one of the wildest tweets or memes. Like mm-hmm. my man said, "R.I.P. Bozo." Showed up to his funeral to make sure that he did. Like that. What? R.I.P. to the ops. Like duh. <laughs> and then just the cherry on top of the petty Sunday that was today. Um, did y'all watch the All Star Draft? No, I didn't I, watch. Saw, I saw clips. Okay. So, uh, obviously, the the captains are LeBron James and Kevin Durant. LeBron James. Uh, LeBron James. James Harden is a all-star reserve. Uh-huh. They're going through, you know, picking players. Like, I got Garland. I got mm-hmm. uh, DeJounte Murray. I got Chris Middleton. You know, back and forth, back and forth. Uh-huh. A very obvious name that probably would have gone a lot sooner had the situation been different is very glaringly sitting there. Uh, Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal start being like, hey, man, you know, who you, who you going to grab? You got your boy. What you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, LeBron James is just loving it like a, like a pig in slop, just enjoying himself. <laughs> Nobody's picking hard. Uh, so it gets down to Harden and Gobert. Big Shaq, Petty. <laughs> Shaq, Kitty, and Chuck are like, Hey, Katie, you need some size, right? You, you, you need some interior. He's like, yeah, y'all right. I do. I need some size. So James Harden ends up going last. Um, and LeBron James is just cracking up the entire time. It's hilarious to me. <laughs> but, you know, he's Katie, being big petty. Uh, he's not he's not he's not buying in. But yeah, of course not. Anyway, funny. winners and losers. It was very funny, sir. Uh, anybody got any losers? Anybody worse off now than they were prior to this? 
Like honestly, yeah. I'm having a hard time coming up with any of those. Honestly, like I, I said on our weekly show that I didn't. Yeah. I wasn't concerned about like as a Bucks fan, like I'm not concerned about it. Like I feel like both of these teams make themselves much more beatable. Mm-hmm. Tim just had a religious experience over there. <laughs> but anyway, I think that both teams make themselves <laughs> more beatable and more I got my sweet combustible. red wine, bro. Okay. <laughs> you froze, Tim, I think. Yeah, you froze, B. You getting a screen yeah, cap of this? Can you? Huh? You get a screen cap of this? Just his face right now. <laughs> anyway, like we are off the rails already. It's only been 10 minutes. Exactly. Um, what's my point? Tim talking about his red wine just threw me all the way. Oh, most used- teams more be- more beatable, and I think it makes them more combustible long term. Like I can easily mm-hmm. see how this fails for both teams, but it's also high upside for both. It's like for Philadelphia, Ben Simmons was just you could write him off like he was never playing for them ever again. Yeah. yeah. So like to get a player of James James Harden's caliber, even if it is like a possibly diminished version, like. It's still one of the top twenty players in the league. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So the talent is there, and if he can regain any of that, like if any of it was just, I don't want to be in Brooklyn anymore. So mm-hmm. I'm just like a lot of it, obviously was, but like he didn't look great for parts of the earlier season too. So yeah, exactly. I don't My- know if it's been bu- if it's been bugging him the entire year, and he's like, I got to get out of here, or if it's just you know yeah. something that became more obvious later on. Uh-huh. But if they get even like you know eighty five percent of peak Harden, like that's still a great oh, yeah. player. Exactly. So, he go get buckets regardless. Yeah, I, it- I do have concerns about the fit between Embiid and mm-hmm. Harden, but I think that I've been focusing too much on like when they share the court together and yeah. ignoring the fact that much like they did with uh, Chris Paul and Harden in Houston, they can uh-huh. kind of stagger them. So you have forty eight minutes of all NBA play. You know what I mean? Like, so like they can play one way when Embiid and Harden share the court, they can play one way yeah. when Embiid is just on the court and they can play one way with just Harden's on the court. So like, it's really hard to kind of game plan for that and make sure that you have the personnel to defend that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then, so, go ahead. No, and I was just saying like with, the only thing that I have with Ben Simmons is that he hasn't played, what, since June? Mm-hmm. So, this going to him a minute, even though I don't care if you've been working out and you've been staying in shape, still being in game speed is is different. So it's gonna take him, you know, at least a few games for him to get, you know, back acclimated as you know as well as he can. I, I yeah, know. that's a great that's a great point. And I think that, um, like, honestly, you don't want to waste a year of Kevin Durant. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's just something you don't want to do at this stage in his career. But at the same yeah. time, I think that it might be just like this year. Kyrie can't play all the games. We're still getting mm-hmm. Ben Simmons back. KD yeah. has missed a month at this point. It seems like he's nowhere close to being back. Yeah. Um, like it might just be play for next year. Mm-hmm. Like obviously try try what you can this season, but like yeah. next year once they have a full training camp, maybe New York's vaccine mandate is different or Kyrie gets the shot. Like mm-hmm. maybe they'll be able to have a full team. They'll be able to use those two draft picks that they picked up in this trade to make moves yeah. in the offseason. Like this might be a move for your future because you don't have the same level of pressure that you had with James Harden. Uh-huh. Because one, Ben Simmons, what, like five to seven years younger. Yeah. Um, 
like he has more certainty in his contract if he's willing to play mm-hmm. um and again like maybe Kyrie is more settled at that point although Kyrie could be a free agent this offseason and you never know with him <laughs> but it seems like he's yeah. his, you know on team Durant so mm-hmm. like maybe he's more invested in staying there than then, you know people might give him credit for so I say all that to say like maybe it is a more future looking move for Brooklyn like this year's just it screwed up Joe Harris is hurt uh-huh. you know Brooke, uh, Blake Griffin just fell off a cliff <laughs> you know possible <laughs> that didn't work out the, the secret um, stuff ran out yeah like they have a bunch of rookies that are that seem promising so like mm-hmm. again like still try to win a championship but like this could be like a, a half step back to take two steps forward next season yeah that makes sense and then another just, people gotta stop I'm tired of hearing people think saying that Ben Simmons is trash. Like the man is not trash. Like he right. just can't shoot. Literally, all he can't do is shoot. He's a great defender. He I does. think he can. I think he uh, just. I, said, I think he, he can. can. So you go go to Brooklyn, just, just sparking. Just start letting him go, bro. <laughs> bro. I swear to God, if he come to Brooklyn in his first game, he pulling threes. Good lord, they gonna hate that man in Philly. They will hate that man to the it's end of be time in Philly. His jerseys in that joint. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, they gonna set the record for N words when he come back on March tenth. D and D D on March tenth. What you talking about? <laughs> Coach's decision. Hard hours. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't even in Philly though. Actually, you know it is Ben Ben Simmons, so I wouldn't put it past him. Like, but again, like if they beat in the playoffs, like what what then? Ooh, that's if they be- in the playoffs, they only gonna see Kevin Durant. That's gonna be must see though. <laughs> Like shit. All I gotta do is win at the crib. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I don't give a damn. We go to Brooklyn three times. You gotta be here, folks. What you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> they better not get no position where they've not got home court advantage, bro. Brooklyn needs all the home court. <laughs> no, Brooklyn needs the road court advantage. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. On the road. Yeah. So actually, like they might be smart to just you know everybody take your time. Like we'll get the yeah, AFC, so and then we we'll make sure that we. Man, that, yeah. So like more things are coming out about like uh, what the situation's been like in Brooklyn like the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually started this morning before the trade even went through um, with Walls dropping uh, that Harden wanted a trade, but he didn't want to ask for a trade because he didn't want to be you know face the backlash of forcing his way out of two situations. <laughs> But he did so you just tell the loudest mouth in the NBA. You still did it, sir. It worked. Good job. And Same I mean, thing. like, he's he's clearly he clearly quit on the team. The team <clears throat> apparently could tell, like, okay, this dude is doing this again. Like, it wasn't a secret. You leaked that you know I might be interested in going to Philly in the off season, like a month ago. Mm. And actually, it's probably been longer than that because it finally got to the public about a month ago. But like this has apparently been bubbling under the surface for a while. So, like, he did everything short of demand a trade to mm-hmm. avoid demand a, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I told everybody that, that would listen to the it's far like, reaches. But then they come to you and be like, you want to get traded? No, I ain't say that. Well, I, would say, I, I, say, I, I, I would never. I would never. I love you. That's some wild uh, stuff. The, but then this afternoon, the, uh, the athletic dropped that, um, Apparently, Kyrie saged the visiting <laughs> locker room in Cleveland, and James Harden was just like, "What the?" 
what? Like that was like the 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 ending of the kind of like apparently just KD not KD KD was cool with everybody, but like Kyrie and Harden just like they didn't the mesh. with his burning bushes and shit, and he like dog. I, come on, I gotta now. get up out of here. I, I I can't do this. No. Not with the Badu. Oh <laughs> <laughs> here, he won't. He got the sage crystals, the sage, the the, the burning sands, and the glistening stone. This is just too much, bro. Yeah, just this, too much, this, bro. This reminds me of like when you try to get your high school best friend and your college best friend to come and hang out together, and they just don't, you know. Yeah, it don't work. It don't work. <laughs> like, you try it, bro. Like I understand why, but like, this my boy. Like we cool. Like hundred grand back in the day. Like nah, man. Nah, boss. Not I'm good. Sense, ain't it? I'm good, boss. Which I can understand. I can also understand that. But uh, I don't. I don't think it's gonna. I think it, it helps Brooklyn a lot with more stability as far as their rotation goes. It gives mm-hmm. them more depth. It gives. So now you have Patty Mills and you have Seth Curry, which is two good guards. They're small guards, but they both can light it up on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. And then you can help show the low with the ball handling duties and stuff like that. So with Kyrie, Kyrie can go again being the number one point guard if he wants to, with the number one facilitator if he wants to, or he can keep just scoring what he's doing blows. what he needs to. Right. Or he can just keep on being the magician that he is. KD is going to be KD. But at least the rest of the roster now has, you know, some 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 depth to it. Not much, like, but it's a little more than they had. Like, I get it because they're down Joe Harris. But I might have preferred to go for Tybal instead of Seth Curry. Like, just looking at how small their backcourt is now. You have Patty, you have Seth Curry, and you have Kyrie. Like, there's no way you can pay the three of them at the same time, and those are three yeah. of your best five players. So you can't put your best five out Ooh, in a line. They're gonna be tiny. <laughs> I mean, unless you get trying to outscore people, which I mean, fair enough. Like you have KD, Kyrie, yeah. I mean, and two yeah. of the greatest shooters in the league. Like, but then you also have Drummond. Then you put Drummond down there now. Now they have a legit big with a big body. Granted, Drummond ain't finna stop stop a cold, but yeah, he's gonna he gonna catch all thirty of them motherfuckers. <laughs> like Drummond helps for depth, but I don't think like like Lamarcus Aldridge is still the best big man that they have on the roster. So like yeah. I don't think that that's changing anything. Like I mean, you know, KD and Ben Simmons are what they are, but like actual you know traditional big bigs. Yeah. So let, let me ask you this, Ken, as not a Bucks fan, where mm-hmm. does this trade put Brooklyn and Philly in the East hierarchy? Um, I feel like my order would still be. I still think Bucks number one still. Um, Heat will be like number two, and then Chicago, and then that's where I have either Brooklyn or the 76 Sixers coming in. Okay, which one higher though? I I have Seventy Sixers. I'll give you that they're next regular season. I mean, they did keep Tobias over there too. So you got Tobias and Harden. Dude, Tobias got to be the most forgotten player in the league. Like, <laughs> the most he forgotten is consistently, consistently, bro. Like they max that man out. And thing is, he skated like he got to be sending Ben Simmons a fruit basket because like he skate like there's no like sure Ben Simmons shrunk from the moment, but like mm. Tobias Harris was a zero for that for the most of that uh Atlanta series and got no type of flat. Nope. And even this season, like I think he's come on lately, but like he's not playing up to, you know, even the third option on 
a good team. Like he's just. There. Which is funny because I was like, when I was thinking about it, I was like, man, you can't win. A, they say you can't win a chip with two. You need three. I was like, but who the hell would be through? Oh, oh shit, that's right. Tobias is there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I understand. And this is just, again, it's in the vacuum of their peers. But damn, bro, like, amongst the monies made, the guys with the type of money that you're making, you are very quiet. Like, he's he's the Marvin Bagley of the crew. Three now. That, mm-hmm. That's wild. Tyrese Maxey is their three. Like, he's their number three, oh. not their small four. And I like Maxey, though. Maxey be hooping. No, I, I, I mean, that's a, a compliment that's a to Maxie, but that's that was also a really good like, pickup for them. What, Maxie? Mm-hmm. Again, they asked for their debt. They, they, need some, they needed some debt. They needed some help. It doesn't hurt. What you talking about, fam? Tyrese Maxie. He was already on Philly. I thought he was uh, got part of that Brooklyn trade. No. Oh, my bad. Just Seth Curry and Drummond. You're right, and the two first round picks. Me tripping for a second. Them anyway, two picks Tim, is gonna be Tim. Be where, where where's Philly and Brooklyn in your hierarchy now? Uh, I got Brooklyn. Let's say. So okay, what's your one? What's your number one now? MKE is number one. What's your mm-hmm. number two? I'm gonna go. Shit, hold on. Give me a second. Jog my memory. You got Miami, you got Milwaukee, Cleveland, Chicago, Philly, Brooklyn, Toronto, Boston, Boston Toronto. That's it, Toronto. Um, I'm gonna go Milwaukee, Miami. Okay. So Milwaukee, then Miami, I go two, one, two. Yeah, then uh, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Shit, they really are down there, huh? Um, I'm gonna keep Philly right there, though. I'll keep Philly at five. Uh, Cleveland at six. Oh, you got Brooklyn lower. Yeah, I probably put Brooklyn at seven. Okay, that's the order now, ain't it? Brooklyn is at eight right now. Philly's at five right now. Okay, fair enough. Um, I guess to answer my own question, I'd say Milwaukee one, Miami two. Probably put Philly three, Chicago four, Cleveland five, Brooklyn six, Toronto seven, Boston eight, and then Charlotte nine. Okay. Oh, and Atlanta in there too. Man, the East is stacked. The East is stacked. They were just talking about Charlotte Charlotte and Atlanta as the nine and ten C and like both of them can easily yeah I still think Charlotte's seven, a year six. away although like they made a move today which I I, I kind of like for them Trish. although it does raise, raise some questions um but yeah man like the East is tough yeah and like think about the the people that we named after the top four like you know like some a lot of those people are going home. That's the wildest four part. teams can can advance to the second round. So, Milwaukee, Miami, Woo. Philly, Brooklyn, Chicago, Cleveland, Boston, Toronto. Like four of those teams yeah. are going home in the first round. Crazy. That's wild. And if Brooklyn well, stick around, where they? Oh, what if Brooklyn? So what if Brooklyn do stick around for the seven eight seed? Ooh, 
Bro, you still got to like, see them in the first round, any... bro. I feel like because the teams are so close right now in the East, like there's gonna be some jockeying, especially like as we go down the uh, down the down the stretch, mm-hmm. because like if you do have Brooklyn in the seven eight or somewhere in the playoff play in, or hell if you <laughs> if you have Philly somewhere in the play in or whatever, like there's really no incentive to be one two aside from you know obviously home court advantage, but it's like yeah. would you rather have home court advantage or you know Cleveland in round one. Or mm-hmm. Boston in round one, like yeah. and, and like you said before, you don't want home court advantage against the Nets. Also, <laughs> so it, it, things that's gonna be interesting. interesting. So that's gonna be real interesting at this end of the season. I was gonna make this point at the end, but I think just shout out to the NBA for the playing because like that has done wonders for like the competition down the stretch. Because like usually, you know, like we get to March, April, like teams are just playing out the string or yeah resting guys like you actually have to go hard like the entire year because everybody's trying still and everybody within reach everybody's yeah. within reach i'm glad you kind of came coming around to it you ain't really care for it at first right the playing me mm-hmm. i love to play it i've been playing as big as champion the whole time mm. okay okay i'm, like, I'm, I'm like the one trying to talk people into the play-in like, <laughs> It's been a good thing. I, I've I've never had an issue with it from the jump either. It was, it, but there have been people like ah, but they really gonna make you it know, a thing with the midseason tournament that's coming next. I don't like shoot, throw everything against the wall, see what sticks. Like you know who is who the biggest fan of the uh, play-in is now. That you said the what do you say before? Uh, whoever came up with this needs to get fired. Oh, <laughs> Mr. James. Oh, Mr. James, he is. I bet he there was no play in, like they their season would be over literally. Done. Like finito, but because like, of the play in, there eight. is legit chance. You you looking around. The disrespect around these parts. Jesus Christ. Oh boy, y'all and y'all, hey, y'all four games still, clear of ten, but y'all still, y'all right there. We still got a chance. Y'all behind the Timberwolves, bro. Y'all four games under five hundred or three? Hey man. Four. We go get it together. Um, yeah, I did just minutes, see that uh, Chris Haynes reported that the Lakers rejected Wall from Russ in the first rounder, which I think they should have. Yeah. <laughs> a first round, like, dude, you have no idea what's going to be going on in twenty twenty seven. Like, there's no way you can unprotect <laughs> that pick for John. Like, it's if it was a clear upgrade, sure, but like, mm-hmm. just to move pieces that might be equal like but that 20 that but it's from houston no 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 the lakers would have been the one sitting in the first round pick. oh well, yeah yeah because you had to <laughs> that would have been incentive to take rest yeah that make sense. yeah no i'm good on that if i was houston yeah. damn do you think so here's my question there buyout market come up right Lakers made no moves so for those looking for laker moves that didn't know if anything happened with the lakers there was no moves by the Lakers today, they team is they team. As of today, they said they're gonna be big champions in the buyout market with 15 people on their roster. Good luck, LeBron. <laughs> he for the, LeBron for the time. Looking at the paper, who goes? Who we getting up? He opening up the black Rolodex. Like, come on, bro. I was gonna say, like, yeah, like the having a full roster is not good because, like, obviously you gotta wave somebody, but 
luckily for the Lakers, they got a bunch of people that they can wave. So it don't really they, they wouldn't mind play. waving. These are facts. And I mean, like, it's all minimum guys, too. So it's like, yeah. It, like, obviously, they probably should have moved some guys around just to, for like tax purposes. But if they're willing to pay a little bit extra in the tax, like, yeah, it don't matter. Well, they couldn't get rid of nobody. Like, and like, I think, nobody? Tim, yeah, I, Tim, I think we could say the buyout market for the Tuesday show just because. Or the Wednesday show, just because like we don't know exactly who's who's getting bought out yet. When is buy uh, when does buyout start? I mean, buyouts can start right now, but nobody's been like in this cantor. I think it's the only person that's been waived so far. Oh, and DeAndre Bembry are the only ones that have mm. been waived so far. So, like, once we have nice... a... okay, here we're t- we're we'll, we'll, we'll save it. Um, so our team. Hi. Well, our consensus number one team um, in the East did make a move. The Bucks traded Dante DiVincenzo um, in a four-team deal with Sergi Baca coming back to Milwaukee. Oh. So I'll lay out the who's going where. Uh, Marvin Bagley's going to Detroit. The Clippers get Rodney Hood and Simi Ojale. Bucks get uh, Sergi Baca and two second-round picks from Detroit. Um, and then Sacramento gets Dante DiVincenzo. Josh Jackson and Trey Lyle. So, Tim, how you feeling about uh, Ibaka for DiVincenzo? I think it was a good trade. Um, I'm sad that Ragu gone, but clearly the Kings have had the. You said what? What was his nickname? The Big Ragu. Oh, okay. Nah, that's White Dante fan. And White Dante. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm sad that he gone, man. I, I was a fan of him. I was really hoping that the and before he got hurt, it looked like that Villanova player of the year player was starting to come out. Okay. And then he got hurt and it became mm-hmm. more so like he's good for ball handling, some defense and mm-hmm. things like that. Like in sporadic points, but for the most part, just like real good, like a good perimeter defender and you know, mm-hmm. he'll get you what you need to. It's rebounding. Luca has seven threes in the first quarter. Bro, really? we, we ain't got time to be talking about baby Jesus now. I just want uh, <laughs> we might be we might be witnessing history tonight. I just want to put that out there, like for posterity. Anyway, in the first, bro, he go hit. He got at least ten more step back threes in this game. Not no, no straight up, he's just step gone. back. <laughs> bro, just let me go. Like damn. So but, um, he got he got Carlisle and Porzingis out of there within six months of each other. Mm. Is. <laughs> but life. um. No, as far as uh, us picking up Ibaka, though, I think that was one of the better. So it's funny, after watching the Clippers game, I was like, you know what? He wouldn't be a bad pickup, you know, if we needed another big. Because like, Ibaka has always been able to shoot so he can stretch the floor, which is one of the primary things that we need from our bigs. Mm-hmm. He's always been a re- rebounder, and he's always been a defender. Like, even at this age, he could be serviceable enough on the defense to just throw his body in there if he needs mm-hmm. to. But he's going to get the boards. He's going to be able to just knock down the open three, whether it's the corner or the wing or the key. I like so. I like, I think it was a great trade for us. Uh, like I said, Dante was already. I think this was contract year two. We picked up Grayson Allen. Grayson Allen's proven to be a little bit more valuable than Dante since we picked him up. Mm-hmm. Um, we got him on the cheap too, so we got him for multi multi year contract. So for us to be able to get value like that out of Dante for a big that we've been needing mm-hmm. all season, and he's in a contract year. So we're gonna be able to free up about almost ten million dollars next year just from him alone, and we've needed every every cent that we can find. Mm-hmm. That's that was a really I mean was a lot of value in that trade. I think it was a win win for both for all four teams because I also like that Bagley went over to the Detroit Pistons. Yeah, I like that. 
I like the truth be told, I like what the Pistons is doing. Like they're getting a bunch of young, hungry, scrappy dudes mm-hmm. who just don't give a fuck and spin the ball out. And I, don't know if he young, I mean, he's young. I don't know if he's hungry and scrappy. Like if he's hungry we'll and scrappy, he, he in Detroit. He, he ain't got nothing. He ain't got no choice. Either you will eat or be eaten. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that I think he. I think because he'll be around a bunch of cats who like nah, like they really want to make something we out of Detroit. I, I feel like the, the I feel like those cats like uh Sadiq Bay and uh Cade and uh shit Grant didn't move nowhere. So like I feel like all of those cats feel like shit, as long as I'm here, we're gonna make Detroit something. Mm-hmm. And I think that may rub off on Bagley as well. Cause I like I, I really do like how they kinda I feel like the Detroit's kinda gritty again. They get they look gritty, they look hungry, you know, but they are not good yet, but they'll they'll get there, they be bothering people. <laughs> but yeah, I like they're young, they're young, they're athletic, which it, that fits their GM's MO to a T. Like so he's always he's he was part of the Oklahoma City front office when they built with like Katie and Russ and all them. So mm. like if you look at that team like and you can see the DNA with with um what he's building in Detroit. Like they are gonna win a bunch of games, so like that puts them with another like top five pick coming mm-hmm. in next year. So yeah, like I think that it's it's a nice little flyer for them um, bringing in Marvin Bagley. Um, Ken, yes sir. Outside looking in, what, what do you think of Ibaka to the Bucks? Um, I think it's it's a, like um, Tim alluded, like it's a really good move for y'all, um, especially with Brooks. Still, I'm not sure what's up with Brooks' situation. Um, He's shooting. Huh? Yeah, so like As he's, been, he's doing like individual work um, in okay. practice. Um, he hasn't been clear for five on five. Apparently, he went on the West Coast road trip because his surgeon was in LA. So while he was out there, he had to oh, check okay. up to see like what his progress was. Uh-huh. Obviously, they're not releasing that information, but all reports so far have been that they still expect to have him back before the end of the season. Okay, before the end of the regular season. So hopefully, okay. he has time to kind of ramp up for playoffs. Um, and like at first I was kind of like, okay, if they're going out to get a veteran big man, like does that mean like there was a setback with Brooke? But like thinking about it, even from last offseason, like I felt like they were thin even before Brooke got hurt. So like having three bigs on the roster like has obviously exposed like, you know, when one of them going down, it's like, okay, you're one injury away from being in a really rough spot. So like if they yes. go, like obviously with the back coming in and then hopefully getting Brooke back, like that gives them depth. because uh, while you know Giannis at center lineups are a nice luxury to have, like you kinda uh-huh. have to rely on that at this point. We, we don't want to keep that. He doesn't want I'm sure he doesn't want to keep doing. Um life is a lot easier with having another big next to him. So I think that anything that you can do to kind of lessen the load on Giannis. Yeah. Um, and like last year, they kind of won with size. So making mm-hmm. sure that you have the ability to have two bigs that in every lineup, if you need to, yeah. you know, it's a good luxury to have. Um, gives them tough for this rebounding. Rim protection has mm-hmm. been really lacking this year. Um, and I think Again, like Ibaka had his own back injury last year that he missed, you know, like the end of the season with. So if he's healthy and he, you know, apparently he's been playing better over the last month. So hopefully that continues in his Milwaukee stand. And he's motivated by the fact that, you know, he doesn't have a contract for next year. Um, he going to have hella open looks too. Hella open looks. Um, yeah, so he needs a squash spreader, uh, rim protector. 
and a rebounder. Like that, that's all things that they need. Toughness, like all that intangible shit. Like a leader, yeah. he's a champion. Like it, it's yeah, exactly. You it's like, it's a good fit. Um, like I had hoped that they could get a little bit more for Dante, but like I'm not. You know, like he hasn't been great since he's returned. Um, I think he'll be fine. Like I think that the Kings got a good piece, and like I'm trying not to sound <laughs> too down on Halliburton because I'm not but I, I'm wondering if like you know Halliburton Bagley versus Sabonis Dante like I kind of would rather have Sabonis Dante you know like mm-hmm. if you're putting those two moves together and looking yeah. at like the long term future like with the air oh you know what that's not a bad squad that's what I'm saying like I you know people are still trying to kill the Kings like oh man Kings going Kings but it's like they have a young a group of young vets yeah, that know how to play NBA basketball. Like, it's not flashy. It might not be the highest upside mm-hmm. ever, but like that's like this is a team that they have from the start of the season. Like, I think they will be solidly a playoff team, or at least like the upper play-in team. So yeah, yeah. I guess you know at this point it's kind of all you can like. Given what Sacramento has been through like the last twenty years, like. Yeah. That's, <laughs> a, that's a solid base straight. to start with. Like they yeah. still have um, obviously Fox, they still have Barnes. Mm-hmm. Um like they still have to figure out some lineup things, but honestly, like the talent is there. So I think that they if they can put it together, like that's a that's a solid team. Yeah. It's not flashing, but <laughs> it'll get the job done, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> they just I They'll be interesting. They'll be interesting looking though because I like the fact I like the guards, truly. Like now if you're thinking about it, it's, they got Dante, they got Fox, they got uh Mitchell. Yeah, yeah Mitchell. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, holiday. Who, who just picked up Joe Ingles? Who, who what was that track? Well, he went to Jay? He tore his ACL. So yeah, he's, he's not yeah, yeah. He went to right, Portland, but then but he's not playing. Oh, he went to Portland. Okay. Yeah. Um because I was thinking I was like, even for the future, though he tore his ACL now, like that would be a good addition come when he gets back healthy. But um, no, I, I like I like that. And the Sabonis is Sabonis has always been nice. Like they really, they really did get a real star in Sabonis. Like he's not he's nothing actually like sneeze at. And I guess they'll realize that the more he plays. But he had a good debut last night. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah, he played. He, he, he against a good Minnesota team. Like it's not it's not yeah. like yeah. And he like and he could pass that. really good too. Like his pops. So. Sabonis is nice. He is. He's a good all-around player. <laughs> Offense, defense, like passing, yeah. like what you need from him. I mean, as as we've seen, like with the bus, like if it's if it's not a new shiny thing, like people don't care. Like if you just, oh, I know what that is. Like, yeah, you know what that is, but you know that that's something good. Like Sabonis was an all-star the last two seasons, and this year his stats are even better than those two seasons. But because, I mean, obviously, like there's a lot going on in Indiana, but. Yeah, it's not like he's not still improving. You know what I mean? Like it's not like his his ceiling is capped. He's twenty five years old. Yeah. You didn't even trade a first round pick for him, no. or did they? No, they didn't. They like, like which was their first round pick a year ago, yeah. but still, that's and they got off a of buddy who they apparently had no interest in keeping and was still under contract for three seasons. So like, there's some like you have to kind of oh, buddy Hill money, really. buddy Hill money, wow. <laughs> them, them Close to walk. 20, I think, or over 20. Oh, we was thirsty for him, too. Lakers, yeah, I, yeah, I should have. Again, like, it kind of it, it depends on like what your situation is because 
I see, like, obviously he's not as talented as what you thought you were getting in Russell Westbrook, but, like, mm-hmm. he was always going to be a better fit because, like, Yusuf Brown, LeBron James was shooting. Like, that's what you do. That's, that's what you do. We've, we've seen the winning formula. Yeah. Get him a bona fide stud next to him and surround the rest of them with shooting and role players who know their job. You need a rebounder, get a rebounder. You need a three-point shooter, get a three-point shooter. You need a three and D guy, do that. But surround LeBron with shooting and good role players and you have yourself a chip. Yeah. Oh, and another stud. Yeah. We a long way, but we I don't know. Yeah. It's just like, sort of- I, like I and like, sorry to cut you off, but like, no, you could, honestly, like, I, I don't mind, like, I thought they were at least gonna like move some pieces around the edges. Cause like, but again, like if everybody on the Lakers knows that those players are trash, like everybody around the league is gonna know that those players trash. So like, if you don't have access to attach to them to get other teams to take them, it's like it every like, team, every team knows that the Lakers are desperate at this point. So I'm pretty sure they weren't getting any deals that were just like, oh yeah, we'll help y'all out. Like, yeah, not at all. Everybody was trying to be like, like the Rockets, like, oh yeah, we'll take Russ for you, but give us your only first round pick remaining uh-huh. in twenty twenty seven. That's it. How we need that one? Or like, I heard they were negotiating with uh, the Magic, but they were probably saying like, yeah, we'll take THT, but like we need X, Y, and Z. And it's like if if you know that that's not the value of the player that you're getting, like, I wouldn't just do a deal to do a deal. So like, I'm I'm I actually applaud the Lakers for showing some restraint if the offers that they had out there were that trash. You yeah. want to make a deal? So, I know we, we talked about Luca. Um mm-hmm. real quick. He has thirty points. Yeah, he had twenty eight in the first and has 30, thirty points. Now. They they have a total of forty five points. Yeah fam when you have when you have seven threes like you're <laughs> like I get it right but <laughs> twenty eight in the first quarter I told you he happy Porzingis Cook is gone. Cooking. What, bro? No, Jason Kidd can't keep getting away with this, man. <laughs> <laughs> he always uh, finds a way, bro. Oh, that's funny. Hey, uh, if anybody cares, James Harden is going to wear number one in Philly. Number one. Okay. You know, James Harden fans care. I was going to say nobody cares, but James Harden fans care. Okay. Man, I don't want it's a new era, but now. like I feel like one isn't the most slimming number. Like you should have picked like a big number so that your jersey looks small. Like, like, slimming nope. number. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but you need to make sure that it's a new era. So whatever uh was it three? He was thirteen before, but that's uh retired for Wilt, so he had to get a new number. Oh, he ain't got no choice, yeah. Although yeah. like it wouldn't I wouldn't put it past James Harden to at least ask. Like, I mean I mean I'm, I'm, I'm top mean, I know it's will, but like I'm, James I'm top seventy-five too, bro. Like we on the same list. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> like no, 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 and no, and no, no, no. Nigga, you might not even be here in six months. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with the way that's, he's the, playing, that's like, the wild part. Like technically, this is a rental. Well, like they did say, a condition of him getting traded was that he opted into his contract for next year. So they at least have. You're gonna be lying worse than a weatherman. Hey man, I'm just going by what the report said. Like, I, I <laughs> can't speak to the veracity of it. Happened. I can't. Wait, I don't know if James Harden had his fingers no crossed. Trade. Like you know. Said it wasn't no trade. Now who we believing? I mean James Harden. They said it. Wait, media came out and said it's a trade. Coach said no. James Harden folks said ain't no trade. Media said no. 
But then everybody, first thing they say is media be lying. Now they will skew some shit on you, but it, it's some truth in all them lies. What? Dude. I mean, the media is just reporting like what the conversations are. Like mm-hmm. in this case, like they're like they're saying like what we've heard around the league is this is what's being discussed. Take from that what you will. And then like they bring it to the people and they're like, no, that ain't happening. Like more than likely the people that are lying are the ones being asked about it because they don't want to divulge like whatever they're doing. And like I get it. Like what what incentive does Steve Nash have to be like, oh yeah, we're definitely gonna trade James. Like they're trying to get more stuff out of Philly. True. Well, I mean, and if they still some, hard some people to talk get, too like, much. We ain't trying to. We ain't trying to. That's what it comes to. Smart. Like, don't give up your leverage. If you know you got leverage, don't give up your leverage. Don't go out here talking, telling the world your other people's business. That's the problem. Some people be just so invested in other people's business and shit like that. They feel they gotta tell the whole motherfucking world. It ain't your goddamn business. Hey, when you mind your business, you get a you have a better life. Like a good neighbor, stay over there. <laughs> Sound like a, it came from a personal <laughs> place for you, Tim. Got like some confessions. I've, I've been watching. No, I was watching. I've been watching Ozarks and. Hey, great show. Season three, the brother. Oh, okay. Don't, like some niggas just, just some people just go too far with just being it. in other people's shit. I'm, I'm on episode ten, bro. I'm at the end. Gets better. I know. Gets <laughs> <laughs> better. Anywho, uh, I think we we we've talked about the four way trade enough. Mm-hmm. Um, we've kind of. Dance around a little bit, but Chris Porzingis was traded to Washington for Spencer Dinwiddie and Davis. Huh? That's a good pickup for them, though. When I seen Bertans was included too, I was like, okay, Dallas. That was um, nice. That was. Have nice. you looked at his play the last two seasons? I ain't look at his play this season. Last season, I thought he was one of. I only look at his three point shoot. Well, no, no, no. Okay, so like he had, he was like one of the best three point shooters. The bubble, the bubble interrupted year. And remember, he sat out the bubble because he's gonna be a free agent. And he, like, he knows, he knew what he was doing. And then you got that. But yeah, basically, he's fallen. He fell off a cliff. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if his shooting percentage did, but his play has. Like, he's been benched. Like, he wasn't playing basically for them. Mm. Um. So, like, maybe he'll bounce back with Dallas, but maybe he'll like, get Washington, bought out. And then he can come to Milwaukee. I don't even know what the Milwaukee wants. Like, he don't defend at all. A 6'10 big, though, that can shoot threes at his clip? Give him the uh, open threes that we get all, here? All he does is shoot threes. Like, yeah, you, you know how Bud is. Like, if you're not defending, you're not seeing the court. <laughs> That's hey. true, because he wouldn't play Ryan Anderson if his life depended on it. No. <laughs> Ryan Anderson used to be able to shoot his ass. <laughs> and, like, you know, you can say what you want about, like, Brent Forbes, but at least he tried. Like, at least he was out there like what Pat Bev said, like running around. <laughs> but, but like, he's at least he's out there. Like you have to give effort. And apparently like that's the issue with Bertans. Which again, like, you know, you get five years, $90 million. Like your motivation might be different too. Like well, <laughs> Yeah. So like, I, I'm still not a hunt. Like I get that Porzingis and Luca butted heads and like weren't, particularly fans of each other and I know that his injury history so like it may just be a a thing of Dallas being like yo we want to take this really big bad contract and turn it into two slightly smaller bad contracts because Dinwiddie hasn't been the same guy this year you know coming back from the ACL apparently he butted heads with Bradley Bill so 
It's kind of like, you know, trade my headache for your headache. Mm. Yeah. And hopefully people get along better. But mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe, maybe it works out for them. We'll see. Because sometimes also, it does. Yeah. And Dallas uh, signed Dor- Dorian Finney Smith, who I hope. I think I pick up. He was with them before. I said they signed him to a contract extension. So four years, 52, uh, I think. Was the oh, number. Okay. Um, that's got to be some, some wild shit. Just to, like one of your contracts is in the thousands. And then I don't know where your next contract is a couple years and multi millions, but a multi million dollar signing bonus. Like mm-hmm. that shit got to just be like, wow. Look at <laughs> hey, you help but cry when you signing your papers. You're like, huh. <laughs> I with my tears. <laughs> right. Tears you need blood. Take these tears. My guy, the sort of etching in, in for eternity. <laughs> Uh, to make room for Przingis, the uh, the Wizards traded Montrez Harrell to Charlotte for Ish Smith and Vernon Carey Jr. Boy, Ish Smith keep on making his way back to Washington, don't he? The only thing, like, Ish Smith, <laughs> I think he's coming up on the record for most teams played for in a career, but because he's already been I in Washington, so. this doesn't count as a new team. It's like, dang. It don't, but damn, that mother, I, as soon as I seen Ish Smith, I was like, bro, you are the most valuable role third screen player bro like damn (laughs) you included everybody's trade usually for somebody at least halfway decent no like and ish was really good in um was i mean he was good for charlotte too but he was really good in washington i know i saw a lot of washington fans saying like we never should have got rid of him in the first place so Mm -hmm. they brought him back um i liked him when he was here he's only here for like a 10 day or something (laughs) like he wasn't here that long I liked him when he was here. You know how I am, bro. <laughs> a little fast, dude. Like, yeah, that's probably your favorite player in the league. He wasn't. He wasn't bad though. Like, he no, had. Like, a, I mean, I like, think he is what he is. Like, he just can't yeah. shoot. Like, if he could shoot, like, he would have stuck in the league. I mean, he's stuck in the league, but like, he would have been like entrenched, like as a starter, probably. Like Michael Carter like, wasn't going around because it's height, bro. Man, ain't no. Man, you can't tell me different. A six nine guard that can kind of defend. That's the only reason why M- MCW still around, bro. That that's it. If if Smith had was six eight six six. <laughs> I mean, probably, if, if Ish Smith was like six three, even like he would be in a better position. But again, like yeah. he's barely six feet, if that, and he can't shoot. Like there's only so much you can do with that. Yeah, that's that he can't shoot, but he's not a good shooter. Like he's good enough to be in your locker room. Yeah, uh, Trez to Charlotte. Like it doesn't solve their biggest issue, which is defense <laughs> yeah, yeah. but like if you're just leaning further into a running gun get out throw lives yeah well he works he fits yeah it. he'll be kenneth farid for you there you go yeah honestly that's showing <laughs> short like he's better than kenneth farid in my opinion. he is he, you know what he is better but you know what peak manimal is what i got out of is what i feel my trust hero man that's just because they got dread they look alike nah I mean, Pickman was putting up buckets. He was bored, and he was playing some defense. Like he was getting his blocks in and shit like yeah, that. He was like getting his boards. Trez doesn't do. <laughs> Trez get buckets. I don't know. He, he's decent. He's, he right tries now. to play defense. You know, he be getting people faces and shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you you had him for years. Is is Trez a defender? Hell no. <laughs> Man, I don't know defense, bro. He's dumb, bro. He be, I'm trying to give him the. He baby. can do everything else though. He, like he rebounds. 
and he can, yeah, he rebound. He, he can, can get a block or two. Can you 15? 15, yeah, like, 15 yeah, or 7 or something like that. So, yeah. But then, nah, he ain't no. Nah, bro. He wasn't there to play defense. <laughs> <laughs> at all. <laughs> he not, hey, not bad. It's a good pickup for them, I feel like, though. It is. Yeah, it should, it, it should be fun at the very least. Uh, where are we going from here? Uh, Boston made some moves. So, Boston got oh, Derek yeah. White from San Antonio for Josh Richardson, Romeo Langford, uh, and a 2022 first round pick. Ooh, but I mean, so, we like, got a point guard now, yeah. Um, yeah, he's having a, a good tough, year. That's a tough lineup, like, isn't I Derek White's been that? nice this year, like, he's been nice. Hmm. It's a tough, well-rounded lineup that has size. Like, so you have Derek White and Marcus Martin in the backcourt. You have Tatum and Brown on the wings, and then you have either Horford or Time Lord at center. Like, mm-hmm. that's a good top six. That is, yeah. Got, they brought back in Tice, so they have a little bit more size. Um, yeah, I mean, like they, they only got guys, like twelve roster spots. They got Grant Williams still. Like, yeah, they had they Boston's in a good spot for them. Um, like I still don't think it's enough to kind of crack like the upper tiers of the East, but like yeah. they made themselves a better team today. We'll see yeah. with buyout because again, they, they got like five, four or five roster spots open yeah. right now. So with the buyout season, they could go after like two guys and like hey, y'all still what can make they, the top seven. Yeah, I, I think the thing to remember with buyout season is that when guys are picking their spots, like usually they're trying to go somewhere where they're going to get playing time. And the issue with Boston is that they have so many guys at every position. It's like, yeah, you know, if you're a guard, like, do you want to go there? Like, well, they got Derek White and uh, Marcus Smart. Yeah, and they got Peyton Fitcher coming got, off the bench. Yeah. Like, I think that they do need like a backup point guard. So like that might be somewhere where somebody might pick it, pick it out and be like, oh yeah, I, I can see minutes for me there. But mm-hmm. I do just want you know just say keep keep in mind that you got to be able to play somebody at those positions. So like for the Bucks now, I, again like I'm not sure how attractive that is aside from the fact that you might win a title. <laughs> you know like are you gonna get to play though is the question. Yeah. Like maybe again maybe as a backup point guard because we don't know what's up with George Hill and mm-hmm. he has been just okay. But another mm. conversation for another day. Uh, and Boston did something else too. Oh yeah, Boston got Daniel Tice for Dennis Schroeder. Also got rid of Bruno Fernandez. To Houston. And, yeah. So I, I honestly, I don't know. Like Houston, they still have John Wall, though he's not playing. They still have mm-hmm. DJ Augustine. They have the young guys that they're trying to play at point guard. So Kevin Porter Jr., uh, Josh Christopher, I think they play at point a little bit. Jalen mm-hmm. Green. So like. Are they bringing in Schroeder to actually play, or are they bringing him in to buy him out? <laughs> like I know that part of it is that Tice's deal runs like an extra two years, so if anything, they're just trying to you know get out of those two years of the deal because Schroeder's mm. free agent this year. But like yeah. as far as actually on court, like I don't know. It, I was, don't know what they oh, want to do there. That was pure money because. Schroeder's coming on an expiring contract anyways, and yeah. that was just for them to get under the luxury tax. Because they didn't get the value back. Ain't boy, ain't no way you can tell me Daniel Th- Tice is worth 
three was it three players or two players in a first? No, I didn't no. get a first. They got um, what's his name? They got Fernando and Cantor in addition to Schroeder. So three players. Yeah, they got, so Boston was again like just trying to cut salary cap friends. money. Mm-hmm. Uh, boy, ain't person. no way. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe it. Again, I was only bringing that up to say, like, Shooter's in Houston now, but I don't know if he'll stay in Houston. He'll be staying there. What's the point? You come back, Bella? Apparently, he offered to, he wanted to come back at some point, and then the Lakers just like, no. Uh, we definitely use him. <laughs> like, he was willing to come in and back over us. Not even perfect. And they still said no. I would enjoy that. Boy. Again, I don't know how much I don't know how much money he was asking for because they still had his bird right bird rights, so they could have. Um, that actually ended. Then Boston gave him all that money, and everybody was like, "Whoo!" Boston barely <laughs> gave him any money. Yeah, they, <laughs> Boston gave him five, like just under six. Yeah. Well, that's because he fucked it up, and he had like what was it, forty million? Well, no, no. Okay, let's back up. So last season, like they offered. The Lakers offered him a contract extension, which he turned down. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Once they got to free agency and they made all their moves and Schroeder was left without a place to sign, he went back to L.A. to negotiate because L.A. could have paid him the most. Mm-hmm. So even you know, even though he wanted to be a starter for big money somewhere else, he still could have went back to Lakers, been a backup, and got maybe $10 million a year. Yeah. But Lakers are like, no, we don't want to do that. Kind of similar to Caruso, like I think it was because they didn't want to pay like the big luxury tax bill. Mm-hmm. Um, which I miss Caruso. I think everybody in Lakers. I bet that. you do, man. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> God damn it. I know you be over there sick, just like. Oh. I mean, I'm happy for the Bulls. I know I was big on the Bulls before the season started anyway, because my boy over there. So they uh, Chicago treating him right, so he he, he cool. <laughs> he, he you have a favorite beto- favorite ball, ball brother? Huh? Do you have a favorite ball, brother? Which one of the balls are your favorite? Uh, hey, bro, relax. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be a little more subtle than that. Hey, the left one or the right one? <laughs> <laughs> no, my favorite. Um, I love Lamelo, dude. But it's but you know uh, Lonzo, man, he's a Laker, man. And y'all know, oh, shit, y'all know how excited I was. But he'll get drafted. So yeah, Lonzo would be. But they like it's like you know they're neck and neck. <laughs> uh, we got a couple more to go before we get up out of here. Uh, Goran Dragic got traded for Thaddeus Young. So the Spurs got Dragic, who they intend to buy out, um, and a 2022 first round pick that's lottery protected this year, top 13 protected next year. It turns into two seconds after that. Um, Toronto got Thaddeus Young, Drew Eubanks, who they already cut in a 2022 second rounder from Detroit. So, honestly, because so if it's lottery protected this year, if Toronto makes the playoffs, which they appear to be on track to do this year, then that's like a 18, 19th overall pick, probably somewhere in that range. Oh, okay. And then the 2022 second from Detroit, like that's probably the 31st pick. So really they're dropping down like 15 to 20 spots in the draft. Like, mm-hmm. which I mean, like that seems like a fair deal to me. Like 
Toronto, yeah. that gives Toronto another six, seven dude that can defend. Uh, <laughs> like they gonna have a whole team of them, just in various ages. Like they got OG, they got uh, Precious Achua, they got Scotty Barnes, now they got Thaddeus Young, Pascal Siakam. Like all those dudes are like six, seven, six, eight power forwards, basically. <laughs> Athletic, but they hell, defend so. like I was gonna say the athletic tail and defend. So, all right, good pick up for Toronto, I guess. And like he was always rumored to get bought out, and I think people were saying like he's probably gonna go to Phoenix. So, um, that's why Toronto probably jumped in there. Mm-hmm. But speaking of Phoenix, they picked up, they reacquired Tory Craig. <laughs> Uh, for the second year to trade deadline. So Phoenix got Tory Craig and they sent out Jalen Smith, who was their first round pick last year, um, mm-hmm. and a second round pick to Indiana. Uh, oh, they also picked up um, Aaron Holiday too for free. I mean, well, free, I can understand. Like, <laughs> for free. They didn't send anything back for him. <laughs> no, it was just cash. It was cash consideration. But uh, I can understand getting Tory Craig back if you feel like you just. If it's comfortability. It's uh, now he has uh, championship pedigree with the run that they had. Well, granted, he ain't got the he ain't got the ring and shit, but he's been there now. He has veteran <laughs> leadership and shit, and you know it's something that we like. He plays defense. You know he was hitting threes with them. Yeah. So why not? Yeah, no, I think want, I think it's a, doing that shit with us. Like it's just another move. Like both of those moves are moves that kind of fortify the rest of their roster. Like they have talented people up and down the roster. Yeah. And like again, Tory Craig was there last year. Like he knows how to play with those guys. Mm-hmm. Like it, you know, gives them a depth piece. Um, I'm trying to think if anybody emerged really on the wings for them. Not really, but so like he can kind of just slide right back into the role that he had last year. Because they still got uh, Johnson. They still got Payne. They still got Monk. I mean, not Monk. Uh, other one. Yeah, for Payton. No, not Peyton. Uh, you talking about the Suns? Yes, the Suns. What's the other? Not not Malik Monk. It's the other one. Miles um, Bridges. Bridges. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, okay. Like they still have good. <laughs> right, but they was in the same draft. That's why I begin to mix up. When they traded for each other? No, Zaire Smith was traded for Michael Bridges. I see. I see. Anyways. Uh, no, but uh, they have some wing players anyway. So, like, Torrey Craig was, still, like you said, sliding to the same role that he had, but it's not like he has ample room to run around with. Because Phoenix, shit. Honestly, if Phoenix didn't make a move, nobody would have been surprised because they really don't need to make a move. Oh, they don't. Like, yeah. they're already the best team in the league. and Exactly. Like, it's not even close at this point, record-wise. Um, so... Yeah, which is damn near the same thing they was doing last year, which shows that it wasn't the flu. Which no. they could honestly make the finals again this year. I didn't understand like why people thought it was a fluke. Like they have Chris Paul, like Chris Paul's teams are good. Like, because of the fact that they like to is. they like to downsize and downplay what people do. So they were like, oh well, the only reason why the Suns was good because LeBron was hurt, bro. Even with LeBron and them being healthy last year, they wasn't getting the number one or two seed. <laughs> Like they was out playing the uh, the Clippers, they was playing the Nuggets, like, and them cats had crazy records last year with two superstars. Like, the Suns were always legitimate, and for them to want to kind of make a move here and move there to kind of solidify their squad, again, like kind of like how the Bucks are with Horse, 
and I wouldn't not trust anything RGM has done so far. You know what I'm saying? Like he's earned that point, that choice to this point now. Where like, okay, we did this, we did this. Man, this seemed crazy. You know what? The last two, three years, he's proven <laughs> that he's he's reliable. Let me just chill. <laughs> Let me just yeah. wait. And like the thing with Horse and to I, I guess because like he brought back Tory Craig, like to um, James Jones' credit too, is like even if you make a mistake, like know how to get out of it. Mm-hmm. So like or fix it, and bring it back. Shimmy and Rodney Hood. Clearly didn't work for this team. DJ Augustine. Clearly didn't DJ. work for that team. <laughs> <laughs> we got Craig, him all, ironically, all didn't work for this didn't team. Work. But like he got out of it to and he didn't like compound his mistake. Like he you know, some teams, the Lakers, sorry. Like, we make this work. <laughs> like, you know, they make a mistake and then they like they don't want to admit that they've made the mistake. So yeah. then they double down on the mistake. It's like mm-hmm. it's fine. The rust team didn't work. Try something different. Or like, don't make the rush move in the first place because you know, like, okay, if I make this move, it like, that's checkmate. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of have to know like what your exit strategy is before you make that move. We didn't have. Can I get myself out of it if I make this move now? Am I boxing myself in? Y'all should have knew the answer was. Well, you know what? No, they probably assumed that they probably could move Russ if they needed to because he couldn't. There's no way in hell. It's still Russell Westbrook. Ain't no way in hell he's gonna play his value down Where? like that. Again, they they were probably thinking there's no way he could have ran his value down like that. So he could have really been moved. I don't know if his value was that high to begin with. Like, Mm. who else was giving up a first-round pick for Russell Westbrook last offseason? No one. I don't think anybody. Like, first of all, I don't think Washington Mm. was trying to trade him. Like, they only traded him because he wanted to go to the Lakers. But, like, the Lakers, there's no reason that the Lakers had to throw in that pick on top of Get it with get, get rid of like three good play like three good players like. Mm-hmm. But again, like I guess like when LeBron comes to you and says, "Do this and we'll make it work." Gotta gotta do it. <laughs> uh, but also like it seems like they they're holding them to that because like now it's like okay, well you chose to do it, so now you gotta make it work. Like we can't get out of it because there's nothing. You said do it, yeah. yeah. That, that, that phone still working, bro? Can you make some phone calls? No. All right, this is what we got. What you want me to do? Don't call some goddamn buddy. <laughs> you call somebody for this nigga. <laughs> but also, that's the thing about being a thirty-seven year old. Like many of your peers aren't playing anymore. <laughs> like he he got on the phone and called uh, Carmelo Anthony, and honestly, that's one of the few moves that they did make that actually worked out. Yeah, but they month, learned from that last year in Cleveland where he traded his whole team at the trade deadline. Again, there's no there's no move to make like GM LeBron, man. Because GM LeBron told them to trade for Russell Westbrook. GM LeBron told them to keep Horton Tucker over Caruso. GM LeBron was the one that said do whatever it takes to get Anthony Davis, even though he's probably coming here in a year. Yeah. And now instead of trading Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, all those first round picks for AD. Maybe, just maybe. Just maybe. You could just wait a year and be like, AD, hey, go go be Kawhi for a year somewhere else. <laughs> and then come here at free agency. We got all those pieces, plus the number four picking that draft. Just think where we're going to be. Still with Ingram, still with Ball, still with Hart, still with uh, freaking Kuzma. We'll have, I'll be out here. Y'all would have been lost. Still with Kuzma. Oh, did. Ooh, boy. 
boy. Buttons. But. Alright, man. Say la vie. Buy out, Mikey, right? Give me the Prestons. Hey, hey, hey. Buy out, Mikey. Get the Prestons after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I forgot any, my bad. Uh, they may have been too small. To recommend. Yeah, I don't think we need to talk about KZ Pollard going to uh, Oklahoma City. I don't think we need to do that. That no. was a nice trade for Oklahoma City. They're still stacking up <laughs> young players and picks. They're probably trying to get. You know what? OKC in game, which I wouldn't be mad at if this was, would be Bronny. Just for that one run at the title on Brian's last leg, because Brian said he go. Brian said he wants to play with his son. Oklahoma City has a million first round picks. Say the draft he comes up, Oklahoma City says, you know what, fuck it, we're gonna try one good time. And absolutely, the one team that drafts Bronny is gonna be the team that gets LeBron towards the end of his career. Is Bronny a junior or a senior? I feel like he's a junior. Okay, I feel so like, let's, no, let's no, say no, best no. case scenario, he is a senior, right? So you mm-hmm. still have one year from now. Yeah, it's three years from now. Which is he'll be a free agent after this season, after next season. Yeah. So which he planned out now at thirty-seven, we see it's not just you get LeBron and you compete for a championship. Like no, but it's so insane. I mean, like it's still like you know a year of you know ticket sales and all that stuff. So like it's still going to be advantageous to pick him up. But like I don't think it's you know just. Whoever picks them, like you also get LeBron. It's like, I mean, at that point, like, yeah, you want LeBron, but like, do you want LeBron? You would. You always you would. Because as of right now, anybody would still take LeBron. Like, it's not like you don't yeah, want him. Because he's LeBron. Yeah. So, like, yeah, but a lot comes with LeBron, too. Yeah. yeah. But it, and again, and like, it's back you then. know, like the, the, the scales are, you know, it's still not even, but like what you get with LeBron versus what comes with LeBron, like, it's kind of like it, Your franchise. Closer to the point where it kind of tips. Wait, you go be the GM in LeBron's documentary. You go be the GM on LeBron's swan song tour. You will have your team on the documentary. Your teams will get all the fanfare, all the limelight. And you go be the one that brought it all there. Teams will you look also going to be that. the team that, that picked a four-star recruit at number six overall in the penetration. You know what I mean? Like- one. Number one overall. <laughs> Just to get his daddy. But he's thankfully Bronny isn't bad either though. I mean he's not, but I also don't think that he's like a you know first top year out pick. of high school top five pick. Like no, he he's a solid like probably high major D one player, but that also mm. is not you know future NBA superstar. Also he's kind of short. Like I think he's like six two six three maybe. He could be a guard. He could be a guard. Yeah, but LeBron's 6'8", 260. You know what I mean? Like, LeBron came in with a grown man body. Like, Bronny's coming in with, you know. LeBron was built like a grown man since he was 10. I don't know how they did it. I don't know how we got here. Um, but I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Um, thanks for joining us for this, uh, for this quick hour. Um, sending best wishes to... The point guard and the mayor and their family. For sure. Absolutely. The township. We'll call them the, the township. The township. Prayers and thoughts and everything. Want, I mean, bro. Tim, you want to hit us with the socials on our way out? Yeah. Uh, hit us on the Instagram and the Twitter at Technical File. Uh, that's T E C K. Don't forget the, 
put the K on that must front you. You know what I'm saying? Damn right. Um, Facebook Technical File Podcast, uh, Technical File Pod. Over time is our Facebook group. We can join them with the listeners, fans, and fam. We post our show there. We post. Come check us out live there. Just in general discussion. Um, YouTube, where we currently. You, you, come on, just check us out. You know what I'm saying? King got all crispy for the camera and stuff. Hey, you know, he in four. He the only nigga in 4K on the video. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, got the, I got the nice little blur feature on. Right, right. You know, he went in 4K. You see it all, but uh, yeah. And, but don't forget the good news app. Good news. Good news. <laughs> Every Tuesday, six to eight for our live show. Six to eight thirty. My bad. Eight thirty. I feel like we should just start saying six to eight just because it, it snapped better. Yeah, it does. It does. Ring a little bit, man. Um, but I am the Eric J. You can catch me on Twitter at uh, your world champion. Just, just acquire Sergi Vodka, so now my wife is gonna be insufferable. <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks burner. Boy, that's all you get. <laughs> 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 So I had to tell her. Right, <laughs> right, Shut up. Don't do it. Sit back. Don't be yelling all out in public like that. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Shoot, if I would have known, like I wouldn't have got a Valentine's Day gift, I just would have got her tickets to the Bucks. Bought her a surge jersey. Yeah, like, here we go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Candace on you, brother. Oh, uh, yeah, but it's your boy. Um, everyday gentleman. Um, on everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. You about to do your intro? Uh, oh no, I swear he, he's about to do his calling card. Hey, it's the everyday gentleman. Hey, <laughs> but um, yeah, everyday underscore gentleman on Instagram. K Harris two sixteen on Twitter and Snapchat. And it's your boy T I M K I N Z V number three, aka Ass Catching, aka Mister Give It To Me. I can't be yelling and shit like that. It's late. We gotta go to bed and shit like that. But we'll holla. You be yelling any other time, nigga. Yeah. I think Eric's about to sneeze, so I'm gonna go ahead and say that's it, y'all. We out of here. <laughs> <laughs>